Thank you for joining us to hear today's message. At Faith Assembly, our passion and purpose is loving people to life in Christ. To find out more information, visit our website, faithnewcumberland.com. All right, let's jump in, dive in here. Step out, turn to your neighbor, say, step out. Man, tell you what, we're in a season right now, and I was talking with Krista this morning about this, but uh, don't be fooled. The enemy doesn't like what he sees, all right? We're in a season of breakthrough here at the church. We're in a season of going to new territory, new ground. You know, really, a lot of people are on the verge of breakthrough. But oftentimes, and this is what can can mislead us, and this isn't a part of our uh, my message, but I just want to give a kind of word of exhortation to all of us. It's those times where we feel like, all right, God, I, th- I thought you were doing something, and then we see circumstances in our life maybe not look as good. You know, things happen, jobs happen, and finances, and health, and this, and and you, all of a sudden we get confused. God, I thought you were saying this was going to happen. But it's, it's, that, it's called spiritual warfare. So I want to encourage us. This is a season of breakthrough. I, I just feel it. I feel that God has new territory for this church. And what we need to do is not say, all right, I'm just going to pause. I'm going to just take a backseat. We, we need to press forward in faith and in prayer because this is a warfare time, all right? And the enemy wants us to stop us. He wants to discourage us. He wants to say, well, maybe it's not the right time. Maybe we were in the wrong, you know, this is the wrong thing, but that's what we need to pray against, all right? So let me encourage you. you know, let me exhort us all. Well, this is the time to seek the Lord in prayer. Maybe God lays in your heart to fast a meal or two. Fast and pray. You know, spend time and in, in believing for breakthrough because you might see it's construction around us, but that's just... That's just uh, all, uh, one little thing that God's doing. God's doing many things in people's lives and families, you know, and in individuals' lives, marriages. And some people are struggling. Some people are going through real tough times. So let's believe God to do the impossible. Amen? So let me just exhort you that way. And I've been challenged that way. The, uh, this is not a time to rest. This is not a time to take a back seat. This is a time to press forward and see what God can do. Amen. This church has been here a long time, 60 plus years, and God has new terrain for faith assembly. All right. He has new territory, new people, new souls to be reached. You know, we saw, man, hundreds of people yesterday just coming through and getting, giving food away. But each person represents people, many of them who need Jesus. Many of them are connected in churches and we had conversation what churches they go to, but many of them, you know, the reality is they're, they're, they're lost without the Lord. They don't have a relationship with Jesus. So that uh, we should never take that lightly. God's given us a mission. He's given us a task, something to do. And uh, that's what we're about. Amen. Loving people to life in Christ. If we ever forget it, that's what we're about. That's what this church, we're helping people take steps we love them to, in life in Christ, we want them to grow in their walk with the Lord. And so that's what we're about. All right, today's message is by faith, we step out. Let me just do a little review here. This is part of our faith series. And uh, I was just seeking the Lord and say, God, what do you, what do you want us to, 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 to look at this morning? And he just still has that, that theme of faith on my heart to share with you. So give a little review. It's been a few weeks since we've shared on this topic here. Uh, Faith is a confident conviction that God is who he said he is and that he will do what he said 
he will do. So our faith is in God and what he said he will do, and we believe that he will do what he said he will do. Amen? We find that in his word. We find that when we're seeking him, that God's will will be accomplished, no matter the circumstances, no matter the emotions that we feel. Our emotions can mislead us. Let me just tell you that, all right? Your emotions can mislead you. Because you feel defeated doesn't mean you are defeated, all right? Because you feel depressed doesn't mean you are depressed, all right? So our emotions can mislead us. So don't be led by your emotions. Be led by faith. Faith is a confident conviction that God is who he said he is and that he will do what he said he will do. The second thing is faith is a necessary foundation and fuel for every Christian, correct? Well, if we don't have faith, we're not following in the footsteps of Jesus. We need to have faith fuels our walk with the Lord. All right, if we're only relying on what we see, if we're only relying on what we sense and what we can put together logically, you know, there's gonna come a time where it just doesn't all logically make sense. We need faith. Faith is what fuels our faith. Faith is what fuels our walk with the Lord. By faith, Hebrews says, it is impossible to please God. So we need faith. And finally, faith is based on God and on his word. Okay? Faith is not based on what you see. Faith is not based on your circumstances. Faith is not based on your bank account. All right? Let's get just real there. Sometimes we're limited by what we see. Well, I only have X amount in my account. I only have X amount years left on my life. No, faith is not based on what you see. It's not based on where you live. It's not based on the zip code you're in. Faith is based on God. And on his word, if he's put something in your heart, if he's put a dream, a passion, a vision, and you believe him for it, God will do it. Amen? Amen. All right, let's step out here. Step out in faith today. By faith, we step out. I love that picture there. The guy just, he's on the, he's on the precipice of the mountain, right? Anyone ever go mountain climbing before? And uh, I don't think I've ever really gone mountain climbing, but I've done wall climbing things. But just imagine climbing that mountain, stepping at the, the climax of that mountain, and then just like, you know, all it would take is just one little step. Maybe you've, you've uh, climbed a building. Have anyone ever been to like Empire State Building or some tall structure? And you're just like, if I, all it would take is just one little step there. And, you know, what would happen? What would take place? But God wants us to step out. Sometimes it's scary. We feel like we're at that moment of danger, right? What's going to happen? We don't see the next step, but God's asking us to step out. Two scriptures we're going to look at this morning, Hebrews eleven twenty nine and Hebrews eleven thirty. We might not have time to cover all the scriptures, but uh, uh, you can write them down and take notes on your back of your bulletin and read and study them uh, more in depth if you would like. Hebrews eleven twenty nine says this. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. Let's turn in our Bibles to Exodus chapter 12. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. If Exodus chapter 12, look here at verse 37. 
says the Israelites journeyed from Ramesses to Sukkoth. And now what's happening is the exodus, right? They're, they were in bondage. They were in slavery, all right, for over 400 years. God delivered them through the hand of Moses, and they are being led out of Egypt. It says there were about 600,000 men on foot besides women and children. So just think about that number, 600,000 men plus women plus children, you know, that's a lot. There's probably over a million people at least. Many other people went up with them as well as large droves of livestock, both flocks and herds. With the dough they had brought from Egypt, they baked cakes of unleavened bread. The dough was without yeast because they had been driven out of Egypt and did not have any time to prepare food for themselves. It says, now the length of time the Israelite people lived in Egypt was 430 years. Okay, they were in a place of, of captivity, but can you imagine 430 years? They probably knew what they, they knew what to expect, right? They knew what meals were going to come around. They knew what beatings they'd take. But they, there was some level of comfort, if you, if you would. And you know, as you read more of the story, they eventually whine. They want to go back to Egypt. We had a better back in slavery, you know, because they knew what to expect. They knew their surroundings. They knew the situations here. But at that time, that was a, that was a step of faith, just a journey out of Egypt. And then they're going to be met, met with many other obstacles and that requires their faith to overcome. And so they journey out of Egypt and they're being led <clears throat> in the desert. <clears throat> and we won't read it. I'll just kind of tell you the story. And I'm sure maybe we've heard this part of the story before. And they come upon the Red Sea, right? And the sea is a hard thing. They didn't have a boat, you know, probably over a million, maybe two million people. You need a large boat or you need a, uh, you need a, a whole fleet of ships. And what happens? They hear the rumbling behind them and they turn their heads and all of a sudden they see the armies of Egypt on their tail. The Pharaoh, what happened? The Lord hardened his heart. And so Pharaoh changed his mind. He said, you know, I let them go. But what was I thinking? He had a, he had a, ah, moment. You know, have you ever done something stupid? right? He like thought it was going to work out better. And he sees them leaving. He sees millions of people leaving his kingdom. All of his, all of his free labor was leaving. He says, what was I thinking? And he charges after them. So they're faced, the people of Israel are faced with the Red Sea in front and the armies of Egypt behind them. What are they going to do? They left captivity. They left their place of what they had known. And God led them to a place of the Red Sea. Seven years ago, um, actually, I think our, our slide, maybe I skipped that slide. Uh, let's go back to number one, please. Yeah. Boom, boom. No, the number one, it says, by faith, we step out into unknown opportunities. There we go. Awesome. By faith, we step out <clears throat> into unknown opportunities. So the Red Sea's in front and the armies of Egypt are behind seven years ago when our family first learned of faith assembly and our coming possibly coming here for us that was a huge unknown you know we had been on staff at a few churches we knew god had called us to pastor but it was like stepping out it was it was like taking that step will we leave a place of comfort what we knew you know to do what god had called us to do 
And the seven year later, seven years later, we're so glad that we took that step. We, we're so glad we stepped out in faith, trusted him. We're grateful for God bringing us here. We're grateful for all that he, he has done and all that he is going to continue to do. So the Israelites were faced with an unknown opportunity, all right? They had never, oh, they had never crossed a sea before on dry ground. But what happens? God opens the, the, the sea, he parts the sea, and they walk on dry ground. Now, can you just picture that, you know? Picture the sea. It says there was like a wall on each side of them. How many of you, I would probably be a little scared to take that first step, you know, right? I wonder who the guy was that took the first step. Like, you go first. No, you go first. No, you go first. They're like, oh, okay, I'll go. And someone probably got pushed to take the first step, right? If it was our kids, you know, like, all right, Caleb, you go first. They're like, like he'd be like, oh, okay, I got some stepping out in faith, you know? <clears throat> stepping out into an unknown place, an unknown position. They had known seas. They had known this this water, but they had never seen a sea parted. They had never seen dry ground in the middle of a sea. And so they stepped out. They walked out. It says that they passed through on dry ground. But when the armies of Egypt tried to do it, what happened? The waters came crashing down. Right? Here at Faith Assembly, we've encountered many unknown opportunities that have required us to step out by faith. Can you, can you think back a few years? And maybe we don't even want to think back a few years, but think back a few years when our church basement was flooded for the last time, huh? Hallelujah, glory to God. The last flooding of the basement. And uh, think about just that project, how it just it just kind of snowballed. Oh, I think we can just fix a few walls here and there. And, and we started that. And, oh, no, there's, there's more issues. And we just started tearing. And, and it was just like this project that we thought would take a few months, took a year and a half, and cost a lot more. And it was one of those learning, unknown opportunities that God had put in front of us. Now we find ourselves in many other unknown unknown opportunities and the lord leads us as we take steps of faith we don't always see we don't always know we don't always can't always figure it out but we take a step by faith maybe it's having a conversation with someone you know god lays someone on our hearts to pray for to to talk with and we don't know what's going to happen we don't know if they're going to yell at us they don't know if they're going to slap us across the face if they're going to never speak to us again we don't know what we step out we share with them, maybe we pray for them, and God leads us and we walk out by faith. So the question is, what unknown opportunities is the Lord calling you to step out into? Maybe it's something in your family. God's calling you to step out. Maybe it's something in your job, career-wise. Step out in faith. The unknown opportunities. The Red Sea was an unknown opportunity for the Israelites but if they didn't step out, they would have been defeated. They would have been killed by the armies of Egypt. So they stepped out and God brought the deliverance for them. Number two, by faith, we step out into unbelievable promises. By faith, we step out into unbelievable promises. Hebrews 11.30 says this, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell. And here's a key word. Take your pencil or your pen and circle this word. After 
the army had marched around them for seven days. Okay, we think about the walls of Jericho falling, but they fell after they marched seven days, right? That was an unbelievable promise. God says, you know what? I want you to march. And uh, that's all I want you to do is march. I don't want you to, to have your weapons and to destroy the wall with your military. I want you to march, and then I want you to blow your trumpet. I played trumpet in school, and uh, my trumpet never would have brought down any walls. Maybe you feel like, eh, you know, but uh, <clears throat> that's all. That's it. I want you to march, and I want you to blow your trumpet. But God, don't we have this big, you know, military? We have this. and No, I want you to march. I want you to blow your trumpet. Why was that? Because God wanted to say to show them that he was the one that was going to bring victory, right? It wasn't going to be their strength. It wasn't going to be, well, we figure it out if we just engineer this, if we just attack the wall at this precise moment and that we can penetrate the gate and the wall is going to, no. God says, all you do is march and you blow your trumpet, you know? And you don't, you don't need anything else. You march, you blow your trumpet, and the walls will fall down. And we see that in Joshua 6. You can read that Joshua chapter 6, uh, verses 1 through 20. The people are faced with the city of Jericho. How are they going to get through there? They have to, God says, we're going to possess the promised land. They're faced with this great city, this great wall. And God says, march, blow your trumpets, and I will bring the victory. And so they stepped out and they marched. Can you imagine? Just put yourself in their place seven days Day one, you march. You know, you think, okay, nothing's happening, you know. Day two, you march. Day seven probably would have been like this intrepid, like, you know, we marched six whole days, and now we're going to march seven. But or would they march out in, in, in faith, knowing, well, God said it. God's going to do it. So they marched in faith, believing that God was going to bring victory to their life. So they stepped out, they marched around the walls, and God brought the walls down unbelievable promises growing up i looked forward to the day when uh i'd get married you know can you imagine remember when you're growing up and thinking about your life in the future you know i'm gonna get married and uh you know i was raised in a family of three kids so i I dreamed of one day having three kids and having a wife and just you know anyone else have those dreams when you're little like how that was gonna look you know sometimes it doesn't always look the way you dreamed it up right but I, that's what I just felt. Got, you know, I was looking for that day. I'd get married, have kids. You know, I eventually graduated high school. I went off to Bible school to prepare uh, for full-time ministry. I met Krista. We fell in love. You know, we dated. We dated a long time. You know, she eventually fell. No, I'm just kidding. We fell in love. You know, I wooed her. All that. Broke her heart. She broke my... No, I'm just kidding. We... Uh, we graduated. We got married, right? We moved uh, to your hometown. I had a, was on staff at a church there, and uh, uh, we were married for a few years. In about three years, you know, a few years after our marriage, we began thinking about kids, right? Hey, I wonder what that would look like. You know, should we think about how to start having a family and, you know, how it is? You know, we've been married a few years. We're just starting to think about that. And it was around that time where I was 25 and the doctor said, you know what, you have cancer and you probably will never have kids. And it was like, wait a second, you know, I, I, I had a dream. I was going to get married. I was going to have kids and we're going to have family. And, and the doctor's like, well, with the treatments and the cancer, he's like, there's just, there's just probably no way you're going to biologically be able to have children. Maybe you can adopt. Maybe there's other ways. And 
So we're like, okay, I guess God's plans have changed. And, and, uh, but we trusted the Lord. We relied on him. We relied on our faith in him to get us through that difficult season. And I can remember it was, it was, I finished chemo and it was about six months later. And, uh, Krista came into the living room and I think I was watching TV and she's like, this is how she said it. Um, I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Interrupt this commercial here. And uh, the one time in the life when a man mutes the TV, huh? When he hears, um, I think I'm pregnant. I was like, turn that TV off. Excuse me? Uh, what? Double take. And she had the pregnancy test. It's like, I think it, I think that means uh, I'm pregnant. And I was like, wait, how'd that happen? You know, <laughs> I thought we were supposed to have, you know, and. And then the fear was like, all right, I just have been injected with chemicals for the last year or six months. Is, is the baby going to have three eyes? And we kept, we would joke that way. How many eyes is our baby going to have, you know? And, uh, um, but Anna was born, right? Beautiful, sweet little Anna. And we, we named her Anna for, it uh, means a gift of grace, God's grace in our life. And and then Emily came along. Wait a second, no kids, and then two kids, and then Caleb, three kids, and you know, here we are. It's it'll be almost eleven years later since that first moment of hearing that, um, and that unbelievable promise. Like, you know, I I knew I would get married, we'd have kids, and whether it was three or forty-three, I don't know how many kids we'll have, honey, but uh, um, <laughs> that's up to you, darling. But uh, <laughs> But the Lord knows, and he heals, and he restores, and he does beyond what we think. You know, I was I was kind of resigned to, okay, well, maybe we'll just adopt kids, or maybe we'll just think of it other ways to have kids, and that was that was fine, you know. Uh, but God knew, and he, he knew what his plan was for us. And it's so our kids, you know, for us, they're a reminder that nothing's too difficult for the Lord. You know, each day we see them, we think, we think about how precious they are, but that also reminds us how good God is, how powerful he is. Even if doctors and the people that are the smartest in the world tell you one thing, that doesn't mean what it's going to be. You know, we can believe God. He can still heal. He can still restore. And so what unbelievable promises is the Lord calling you to step out into? What is he calling you to step? What is he giving you? What promise as he's put on your heart, put in your life, and you're believing him for that. Trust him for it. Picture you faced with the city of Jericho, these high walls, and God says, I want you to march, and I want you to blow your trumpet. You know, for us, that's stepping out in faith. For us, it's seeking him in prayer. For us, it's doing the part that we can do in trusting God to give us and grant us the victory. Amen? Well, Chris is going to come, and we're going to sing a song for you today. And this is one of my favorite songs. And it's all about what God has done. And it gives us the faith to believe that what God will do. The song is called Do It Again. And the lyrics will be up on the screen. If you know it, sing along. If you don't, get to, get to know this song. This is a great, powerful. Oh, thank you. Got, got my roadie here today. So this is a song about what God has done, and it gives us the faith to believe 
what he will do in the future.
you bow your heads this morning? What is God speaking to your heart today? Unknown opportunity, unbelievable promises. The Lord says, I will part the sea in front of you. Will you step out and walk on dry land? He says, I will cause the walls to fall. Will you march around? Will you blow your trumpet? Will we step out in faith? Jesus, speak to our hearts. Give us faith to trust, faith to believe, to step out. Even when we don't see the answer, even when we don't see the solution, Lord, that we will step out and trust you, God, because you are our answer. You are our solution. Maybe you're facing an army. You feel just breathing down your neck today. Feel like you're just surrounded on all sides. And just ask the Lord to, to create an opportunity for you to step out, to walk through, to find victory, to find freedom. Jesus, would you do that today? Would you part waters and situations today? Maybe someone is feeling surrounded by the enemy today. No way out, no way of escape. Jesus, would you part the waters in front of them? Give them faith to step out, to trust you for the victory, for the freedom in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Lord. Lord, we thank you for promises today, that you promised something's going to take place. And it's just about stepping out in faith and trusting your timing, Lord. Trusting when you want to do it, how that's going to look. Not trying to rush things, not trying to do things on our own, but trusting you, Lord Jesus. Give us faith when we just need to march, when we just need to be faithful. We just need to be loyal and obedient to what you've called us to do, Lord Jesus. And in your timing, in your way, the walls will come falling down. You will bring the victory. You will bring the increase. 
and we will be grateful and thankful for that, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. Help us to walk by faith, to step out in faith. 